Hello and welcome to this week's News from the Bunker, brought to you by TuckerSurvival.com. Well, where do we start this week? A lot of things going on this week, a lot of things in the news around the world. Uh, FDA approves Pfizer vaccine. Um, we'll be doing another story on that um, shortly. Yeah, they didn't quite approve it. They approved one that's uh, hooked in with another company they're working with. It's not even out yet. So that means the current, um, quote, vaccine is still under the Emergency Use Act. So it's still subject to Nuremberg Code violations, especially now that the military is wanting to vaccinate the approximately 800,000 military personnel that have not received the shot yet. So we'll see how that goes. So we could be discussing that in great detail, but we're not going to do that right now. Uh, we could be uh, discussing the extreme water crisis in the western United States. That's getting pretty serious. Uh, Colorado River is down quite a bit, and Lake Havasu is uh, down very much from where it was around the year 2000. Wells are running dry in California. Farmers are not planting. We could be discussing that, but again, we'll save that for a later, more in-depth uh, show. Uh, we could be discussing Fauci dismisses freedom in call for vaccine mandates. The time has come. Enough is enough, he says. Enough is enough. Yeah, that, that might even be a double show. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff about old Fauci that um, needs to be discussed. Uh, fraudulent flip-flopping Fauci. So uh, we won't be discussing that. What we will be discussing, though, is probably the hottest topic right now on the world stage, and that is uh, the unthinkable tragedy initiated by Taliban Joe Biden. Yes, he has done it again, just when you thought it couldn't get any more insane, any worse, many, any more ludicrous, it has. So... Um, he was going to pull our troops out of Afghanistan, which was basically riding on the, what Trump had already set up when he was um, still in office. All Biden had to do was go ahead and just, you know, follow along and do what had already been laid out. But no, no, he decided he wanted to do things his way. Yeah, so he decided um, he's going to do things a little different because that's the way Joe is. You know, he does things a little bit different. So instead of, you know, normally you would want to pull out all your uh, civilians and, and get all your gear out as a military and get all your non-essential uh, non kind of personnel that's maybe behind the scenes more, get all those people out. And then the very last thing you would want to do is to remove your troops. But old Joe, you know how he is, you know, he's about one, uh, one, one or two cards deck of a, shy of a full deck. So uh, he decided, well, I, I, th I think we're going to do it in reverse. We're going to tell our troops, we're going to pull them out first, but we're not going to tell the Afghani government, who we've been working with and helping to train their military with uh, all the gear that we have been providing for them. Uh, they just kind of left in the middle of the night, left everything on the base. Uh, of course, the Taliban came in and promptly started taking things for themselves. So that created a fiasco. That was a number of weeks ago. And now... This week, we've got total chaos at the airport there in Kabul. So the Taliban have taken control of the capital. The president there, he took his money and ran, literally, left some of that cash on the uh, tarmac. 
And the Taliban is also commandeered all of our military goodies that Biden basically um, has just outfitted this military. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Biden and his cast of Looney Tunes are, are traitors. They should be uh, held accountable for treason. Secretary of Defense Austin, I mean, come on, give me a break. So, so that went on. So now the Taliban has our guns, our night vision goggles, our armored vehicles, helicopters, aircraft. They, I think they're saying now it's like the 26th most well-outfitted um, military on the planet right now. So we're going to go over some, some things, uh, some of the numbers, money involved, things like that. And then we're going to do a little breakdown of actually what was um, given away. So here we go. Basically, it's about $85 billion worth of U.S. hardware. A quick breakdown is 600,000 weapons, 75,000 vehicles, 200 aircraft. That's just a quick kind of overview of it. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to break this down a little bit farther. So we're going to go over uh, some of the vehicles. Uh, 42,000, what was it, 804 it looks like, light tactical vehicles. Uh, I was 42,604. Okay, make this a little bigger so I can see it. Uh, Humvees, 22,174. Uh, medium tactical vehicles, uh, 8,998. Recovery vehicles, 1,005. Mine resistant ambush protected. Um, MRAP vehicles, 928. Armored personnel carriers, 189. So that's just on the vehicles. So uh, let's, let's cruise on down here and see what else we got. Now we're going to get into some aircraft. So we left them 110 helicopters, 60 transport cargo airplanes, uh, 20 light attack airplanes, 18 intelligence, recognizance, and surveillance airplanes. Okay, we're going to move on to some weapons now. Uh, rifles, which would be the M16, M4 carbines, AK-47s. Some sniper rifles, uh, 3, um, 358,530. Uh, pistols, M9, G19 is 126,295. Uh, your machine guns, M249s and 240s, 64,363. Um, grenade launchers, 25,327. Shotguns, 12,692. And rocket-propelled weapons, 9,877. Indirect fire weapons, which is mortars, howitzers, uh, 2,606. And, oh, it gets better. It gets better. So now we're going to move into some kind of miscellaneous things. Uh, night vision devices, 16,035. Radio monitoring system, uh, 120. Ground-based operational surveillance systems, 22. Unmanned air systems, 8. And some surveillance balloons, um, 6. 
what I don't see on here is they also got the biometric um, cameras and things and, and I believe also some databases that went along with that. So you, you've, you've got to ask, what the hell is Biden and his Looney Tunes thinking? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking, and this is just my take on it. Can't prove any of this. It's just uh, kind of what I think is going on. I don't think this was a mistake at all. I don't think anyone can be this stupid as to do something like this. I don't believe that his military generals were telling him that this was the way to do it, even though that's what they're saying. I don't believe that, because if that's the case... Um, they're just as stupid as him. But I don't think that's what it is. I think this is all on purpose. I think for a number of reasons. One, to outfit the Taliban. Uh, it was also reported that there was a pallet of cash that was supposed to show up that Biden signed for, but that didn't happen. Does that sound familiar? Yeah, Obama did that too. So uh, you've got that. So they've definitely outfitted, you know, and it's just, it's disgusting to see them, you know, driving around in our Humvees that we all paid for with our weapons, night vision goggle and all our gear and the backpacks. And, you know, I mean, they, they look like long haired, you know, American soldiers now got all the gear. So I think that, yes, this was done on purpose. I think that was part of it. I think that a bigger reason is to totally demoralize our veterans and our military personnel that are still over there. I think they're really hoping our veterans are going to get so infuriated by this that they'll strike out in, in violence in America to finally, this is enough, this is the line you cross, we're going to take care of business. I think that's what they want. We, we, we cannot do that. There's a lot of ways to fight this insane war that they've brought to our steps. And we've got to really be smart because that's exactly what they want us to do. We've got to resist that. You know, that may be a final last-ditch effort that will have to be done eventually. I mean, that's what the Second Amendment is for. But there are still avenues. And I think that they're just trying to push a lot of buttons in a lot of ways by doing this and infuriating, you know, the civilian part of America by doing this. Because I truly don't think anyone could be this stupid. Why would you do it totally, you know, backwards like that and pull your military out first? You know, now we've got thousands, could be tens of thousands of Americans over there stranded. Now 13 U.S. service people are dead because of the suicide bomb that happened yesterday. I mean, this is just, it's insanity. You know, and Biden's like, we won't forget. We won't forgive. We're coming for you. Yeah, right. Nobody fears you or the U.S. anymore. You've, you've made sure of that. And our poor troops that are over there trying to maintain a, a foothold, you know, having to go back in there, your base is gone. So, you know, morale's got to be just shattered. You've got no stronghold anymore. You've got a totally exposed airport with like no perimeter around it. It's like a street. You don't have any distance that you can build a safe perimeter. You know, all their gear is gone. I mean, what have they got now? And, you know, now we need to try to bust back in and get our people out. I mean, I mean, he's got blood on his hands. Him and his whole cabinet that's behind this needs to be just thrown out and tried for treason. I mean, there's no other way to look at this. I mean, it's put not only America at risk, it's put all of the other Western nations at risk. 
Also, 5,000 Afghani prisoners were let loose. So here they are running around with this $85 billion arsenal of high-tech American equipment. You know, they've got all the capabilities now that our soldiers had. Now, are they able to use it as our soldiers? Seriously doubt that. You know, how many helicopters will end up getting crashed and, and vehicles? But they've got it. And it's just, it's insanity to do some, something like this. And Biden's response to this is just, it's unacceptable. You know, half the time not taking any questions from the press, just bumbling along and blaming other people while he's saying that the buck stops with him. Yeah, right. I mean, this is, it's very demoralizing. And like I said, the, the Western countries are also affected by this. The ones that counted on us to be there for them, to have their back, like Taiwan. You know, what kind of message does that send to them? It's like they can't count on us anymore, which means we can't count on them anymore. If we have bases in certain countries, it wouldn't surprise me if they just tell us to leave because they're going to look at us as, as a liability now. And yet we've got some private citizens that went in and have been taking people out. Other countries have been going in and, and getting their people out. You know, and here we are saying, well, we're, we're going to work with the Taliban. You know, it's like, it's like you got to be crazy. And then Biden hands them a list of our people that are still in there. It's like you just handed a death list to them. They now can go seek and destroy. It's like, you know, why are you treating these people like they're our friends? We fought them for 20 years. We know exactly what they're like. You cannot reason with these people except with extreme violence. That's all they understand. And, and to do this is just, it doesn't make any sense at all. This is Saigon all over again. It really is. And why that man, you know, Biden is still in the White House is just beyond me. Every Republican should be filing, you know, papers of impeachment for this guy, along with the people that he was working with. There were, this, is, this is total treason. There's, there's no other way to look at it. You know, and leaving our borders open like they have been. I mean, they're literally trying to kill us and destroy our country, which tells me they're just crazy. You know, they're more interested in, you know, critical race theory in the military. You know, I mean, you got to be kidding me. You think our enemies care anything about that at all? No, they don't. Yet this seems to be, you know, the important thing that we need to be discussing. You know, instead of, you know, how best to fight our enemies. That's what a military is for. You go into the military, you learn the tactics of warfare. That's it. You don't bring that outside world in. And you don't take that world back to the outside world. It's a very specific mindset that you're in when you're in the military. It's to protect the citizens of your country, period. You know, look out for your buddies when you're there. You're a team now, you're family. And it's just, it's insane to watch our military being just destroyed from the inside, now morally just bankrupt after what Biden has done. You know, and you'd rather just go eat ice cream. I mean, it's just, it's it just, I don't understand it. I really don't. So that's what's going on, you know. And I'll put a link to this article that's got the, the stats. I mean, it's really shocking 
to look at the amount of stuff that was left behind. It's just, I can't fathom that. I mean, the military has personnel that does specifically this, kind of like the roadies of the military, that will load in gear, you know, if you're going into a war zone, and then they will load it all out. There's a whole process for it. But, you know, to leave in the middle of the night, not tell anyone you're leaving, and then everything's just sitting there? Keys to the Humvees? You know, I mean, you, you know, you might as well have just delivered them to the Taliban. You know, why make them come to the base? We'll, we'll just bring them to you wherever you guys are at. I'll make it easy for you. And we'll give you some cash, too. Yeah, and here's the name of, you know, some of our people so you can just bump them off while you're at it. I mean, it's just... <laughs> I feel like I'm in a time warp of some alternate universe that somehow we landed into and it's skewed off the, the time continuum or something. So that's kind of where we're at the, this week. You know, we'll see what's going on next week. Should be a very, very interesting. <sighs> I don't even know what to say on this. But you know, we got to keep plugging along. We've, we've got to somehow see some sort of positive recovery out of this. And I think what we're going to see, and we're starting to see it, at least here in America, is states and people are just starting to take their lives back in their own hands. Businesses. I mean, we've got to still this insanity with this COVID lockdowns and passports for your quote, vaccine, and we're seeing businesses, you know, well, we'll, we'll wait on the people that aren't vaccinated. I think you're going to see businesses say, we'll hire those people too. And th there comes a point where you almost just have to stop paying attention to what's going on and thinking that anybody's going to come and fix this. We're going to have to fix it. I mean, we are. I mean, even Trump, you know, was getting booed at his, his big gatherings because now he's pushing vaccines. Are, are you kidding me? That's that's part of this problem, you know. So it, I, if anybody's waiting for him, you might as well give up. That's that's done. We don't need anybody to pushing these vaccines, you know. And now all the evidence is coming out. They are killing people. They're maiming people. They're making them more susceptible to getting sick. So you've got all this going on. Now we got this thing with Afghanistan. So we've got to hunker down. We've got to really. You know, be prepared in our own mind, our body, our spirit, our souls. Have our preps and start circling the wagons with your family, friends, communities, and states. Because I'm telling you, the states, they've already started to, and they're going to continue, some of them, to rise up. I mean, they have to. They have to protect their own borders. They have to start grouping with other states that think like them and have commerce. This is survival. We can't just sit around waiting for stuff to happen, you know, waiting for somebody to come along and try to fix things. We have to start doing it. We are the change. So look in the mirror, look at yourself. You are that change. And if we all start doing that, start thinking that, start believing that, we can start to make some differences. And it's going to start at that local level. That's where your life exists. It doesn't exist at the federal level. We got to change those things as well, but it's got to start, you know, right here in the mindset of your own thinking and getting along with people around you, 
and showing up and, and pushing things, pushing your representatives or, you know, run for office. That's what I'd like to see. A whole lot of people just from everyday walks of life running for offices now from local to county to state and moving into the federal. I mean, that's what our forefathers did. They were farmers and publishers and just everyday people. And that's why it worked. We've gotten beyond that. Now we got these career politicians that don't know how to do anything for themselves. This is all they've done. Like Joe Biden, what, 50 years? He's been a screw-up the whole time. He doesn't know anything else. He doesn't know how to do anything. I mean, if you put him out in a survival situation, that guy wouldn't last a day. Totally ignorant. You know, the only thing they were smart at was ripping people off. And th those are the people, unfortunately, that are leading us. So we've got to start taking care of ourselves. And this goes for around the world, too, because we are a connected community. You know, we know people in other countries. And we're seeing those other countries standing up to this tyranny and pushing back. And I think we really need to connect not only from our country, but to other countries and vice versa. That we can share what's been working. There's lots of ways to push back. They want us to get violent. They want us to show up with guns in the street so they can say, ah, see, we told you, now we're bringing martial law, we're going to take your guns away. We have to resist. It's, it's the threat of those guns that's more powerful. That's the way nuclear always worked. It was the threat of having nuclear weapons that you could use, but nobody wanted to use them. And it's the same thing. We got over 400 million guns in America, trillions of rounds of ammunition. That's a huge threat to these people. And they're egging us on, trying to get us to use them, because all it takes is a few of us doing it, and then they can go in and do all these draconian measures. And we've got to resist that, but let them know we are armed, you know, and we will use it if we have to. Let's hope we don't have to. Let's use our heads and come up with other ways that we can make these government officials just not a necessity anymore. And that's going to come down to that local and state level. If states can now take care of themselves. Texas is a good example, even though their power grid almost was decimated, you know, when they had the big freeze, they are a power structure all their own. They're not in the U.S. power grid, which is a huge advantage. Obviously, they had some issues, but I mean, you know, when's the last time they had a freeze like that? So it was kind of unexpected. But it shows that they have set themselves apart from the U.S. in a lot of ways. They've got oil. They've got industry. Other states have a lot of interesting things about them that they can utilize. And if they're tapping into other states, now you've got some commerce going. And this is what it's going to take. This is just absolute survival. And like the scene in Cabal at the airport, I mean, thousands of people running around just trying to survive. It comes down to the individual. Everybody having to make decisions, you know, should I go to the airport? Should I stay home? What are my alternate plans? You don't want to be a mob mentality. You know, there's, there's a time to have, I hate to call it a mob, but masses of people coming together and, and thinking alike, like we're seeing over in Europe with the tens of thousands of people that are marching. That's in unison. They're not destroying anything like BLM and Antifa. They're just marching. They got their signs. They're yelling, we're not going to take this. They're, they're showing up. That's a good thing. we got to be 
very careful how we do it because we've got the BLM and the Antifas here that are going to try to rile things up. And we have to figure out ways to counteract that and figure out other ways that we can exert our power as massive amounts of people. And one of it's with the dollar to find ways to not use these companies that are promoting, you know, this communist takeover. Just stop supporting them. Find other, other places to get things. You know, instead of getting them all from these places we're also used to getting them from, just start looking around. Maybe you can buy things directly from, you know, the factory. I did that recently on some camera stuff. Got it from Hong Kong. You know, they love American freedom. So I went straight to the company and bought it from their website. It took about two and a half weeks to get here. But it was the same price. I think, well, I actually saved some money over what it was on Amazon. You know, and that made me feel good that I'm helping support them. They love our American freedoms. They're over there waving our American flags as they're protesting. I would rather support that than Jeff Bezos. You know, I mean, it, I know it's hard to get off Amazon as we've all been conditioned to, to use it. But, you know, every time you're going to buy something, just look and see if maybe you can get it somewhere else. You know, even if you have to pay a little bit more, I've done that. You know, it's like, well, it's worth it, you know, because I bought it from this family run company and it's worth it because I want to support that. So these are ways that we can begin to push back and to keep our sanity. Because if you get too far into the news, all this stuff is just overwhelming. And you forget to look at life, that life does exist. You know, so if you've got pets, you know, dogs and cats, spend some time with them because they, they don't understand any of this. And they're just going about their life. You know, get out in nature and get away from this for a while. Because oftentimes it's not near as bad as what the mainstream media is trying to get you to believe it is, or the politicians, and, you know, and all these different people. You can just get overrun by it. You've got to have time to center yourself and to, to get away from it. And remember that, you know, you have a life to live, and this is your shot at life. And the main thing is that we all get involved right now. We can't just sit on the sidelines watching things, waiting for somebody else to do something. We have got to get involved and be an active participant in this war that's being played out, that's brought to our doorstep. We didn't ask for this. There's a small few people on this planet that have been thinking about this for decades. And they pulled all the stops out, and they're going to go as hard as they can. Even though when you really look at it, it looks like it's starting to crumble. That they weren't expecting all these variables that we have thrown at their machine. So we've got to keep cool and start thinking logically. How can we fix some of these things? And that, I think it gives you hope so that you don't play into what they're telling us. I mean, you got Fauci saying, well, there's going to be a pandemic in Trump's, you know, time in office because he knew and these people are talking like this because they know they're the ones manipulating and pulling the strings. They had, you know, for years, their little groups and they'd all get together and they'd run through these simulations. You know, Jade Helm, we've seen all this happening right in front of us. Well, we need to do our own simulations. I think preppers have done that for years. You know, and you can find out information how to do that. It makes you feel good. You can take care of yourself. You teach your kids about that. It makes them feel good. You know, we've got to get back to our American value system. That's what works. They're trying to destroy that. Destroy our religious 
freedoms, destroy our families. You know, that's what Marxism does. That's what communism does. They want to isolate you because when you're isolated, then you become dependent. Then you become depressed. You know, that's exactly what they want. They don't want free thinkers. They don't want strong people pushing back. We've got to push back with everything we've got because they're doing it with everything they've got. And as we've seen in Afghanistan and the Middle East, we had all the most amazing equipment that this earth has seen for fighting wars. And they still, we, <laughs> we couldn't take care of them like you would in a conventional warfare situation. Same in Vietnam, because those people knew their land. They knew how to do things. And, you know, yeah, we had a lot of victories. We did get rid of, you know, ISIS for the most part. Trump got in there and let the soldiers do what they were trained to do. And that's the way it should be. But they're not allowed to do that. They've got all these generals in the Pentagon that, that are calling different shots. So they're not allowed to really do what they know they can do that could make a difference. Their, their hands are tied in so many ways. You know, and this is a good example, and we're just right back in. Now they're even talking about going back in. You know, so I'll start another endless war. We got out of that one, now we're going to start another one. Crazy, crazy. So we got to stay strong, people. So we're going to take a little break now, and we're going to hear from our sponsor of this week's news from the bunker. And it is brought to you by Tucker Industries. And we'll be back in just a minute. Tucker Industries. TuckerSurvival.com presents custom handcrafted personalized protection for your firearm deep down in the bunker housing the Tucker Industries workshop Handcrafted to your specifications. From the finest of hardwoods. Protection for your firearm. Outfitted with all metal hardware. And hand finished to perfection. Order your Tucker Industries firearm box today. Available exclusively at TuckerSurvival.com. Get yours today before they're all gone. Hello and welcome back to Tucker Survival's News from the Bunker. Well, as I said earlier, it's quite a week, quite a week. Just when you think can't, things can't get any worse, they do. So, you know, you've, you've got to stay positive, though. You just, you have to. There's, if not, you're just going to go crazy. And then you'll be like them, you know, the ones that are pushing all this stuff. So, like I've said before, you know, spend some time in your garden. If you don't have one, start one or plant something. You know, you just, you got to get out of this crazy bubble of life they've created for us. And remember that life does exist outside of this bubble. It's amazing when you just stop and watch things for a while. Like I like I love to watch spiders. You know, you'll see a spider in a web, and maybe it's getting a fly or something. 
It's got such a short lifespan, both the fly and the spider, and yet they both live their lives to the fullest. They're brought into this world. They've got this mission that they're on. This is what they do. This is their purpose, and they're experts at it because if they're not, they're killed like the fly you know, or the spider if you know, a praying mantis comes along. And I think there's a lot of lessons that we can learn by looking at nature and watching it and just spending time. It's like meditation, you know, just spending time and watching that spider just, you know, wrap that fly up and she's going to save it for later. You know, watching plants grow. You know, if you plant something and every day, you know, you can see tiny little changes in it, especially if you're doing seedlings and a little thing starts popping up. You know, to watch a flower as it's, you know, about to open and over time and then, boo, it's open. You're looking at it. I mean, it's just fascinating because none of that's affected by COVID or any of this stuff, you know, and that's the beauty. We're really living an alternate life separate from nature. I mean, the Native American Indians really had it right. You know, you've got to be spiritually connected with the earth because if you're not, it's not going to go well. And they were very spiritually connected with the earth. And a lot of other cultures are as well. And that's the key. That's, that's rule number one. Because if you're not connected with it, then you're abusing it. And we're seeing that. Especially now with this water crisis. We're seeing cities in the middle of deserts that should have never been there in the first place. Places like Las Vegas, Phoenix. Now we got these massive water shortages. It wouldn't surprise me if those become ghost towns. You know, they were never meant to be there in the desert because we weren't paying attention. We thought we could conquer it. It's like the desert's good for smaller communities that can sustain themselves. So I think we're going to see a lot of changes, not only in America, but around the world. But especially here in America, we're going to see a lot of different things happening as people try to survive. And I think, you know, you've got to help each other. You're not going to do this by yourself, being a lone wolf. You know, we've got to work together and help each other and teach people how to do things. And I hope this is a major renaissance time for people around the world to get back to what's really important. I was hoping that when the first lockdown first happened and all the nature started coming back. Animals that hadn't been seen for a long time and plants were growing. It's like, you know, I hope the world looks at this as a way to recharge themselves and to not go back into what we were doing, which was being totally disconnected. You know, and now we're, we're fighting this tyranny of lockdowns where the technology is being used against us. I mean, Australia is a classic example of that. I mean, it's just absolute tyranny. And the governments are just lying to the people, like, you know, about their... They're gulags that they're calling quarantine centers. You know, this one politician, she was saying, oh, the people, we've talked to them and they want protection. They want these. No, they don't. You're, you're lying to people. Who wants internment camps? You know, you're not listening to your constituents. Because I'm telling you, a vast majority of them are saying, we need to open back up. You know, there's not enough people here getting sick and dying from this thing. And they know that narrative is totally falling apart now. And that's why they're pushing so hard to get everybody stuck in the arm with their poison. Because once everybody's stuck, then it doesn't matter anymore. And yet they're seeing 
the majority of people are resisting. So we have to continue to resist. So with that, I want to thank you for joining into this week's News from the Bunker, brought to you by TuckerSurvival.com. And if you go to TuckerSurvival.com, there you will find lots of cool things. Some of them being these shows. We have a whole page that has all the News from the Bunker shows. It has the episode numbers, a little description. Just click on the little thumbnail and it'll take you right to it. We also turn these into podcasts. So we have a page that's set up, and if you want to just podcast it and download it to your device, you can click on that. It takes you right to the page for that as well. And we've also got a news section that we're working on. It's kind of simple right now, but we want to expand it and have different sections of it. So be on the lookout for that. We've also got our blogs, and we've got a new video series called Thoughts from the Bunker, which is a reworking of, of the blogs where we kind of just edit them just a little bit so we get them more into a video format. And we'll pop those things up there. So you can check those out too. And, you know, we're always working on the site and putting stuff up. If you have any suggestions, drop us a line. Drop some comments down below. Please subscribe to this channel and let us know what you think. You know, if you want to hear some different things, topics and stuff like that, just let us know. See if we can put that into our rotation. So again, I want to thank you. And I want to leave you with these thoughts. Go out there, educate yourself, be prepared. Stay strong and keep your mind strong too. Don't get totally down in the dumps about all this stuff. There's lots of good books you can be reading. If you're into poetry, poetry, watching some good inspiring movies, things like that. Doing crafts, music, things that you know make you feel better. So that's what we got to do. And keep our eye on the ball at all times. So we will see you next week on News from the Bunker. You go out there. You have a good one. News from the Bunker is brought to you by Tucker Survival and is produced by MBJ Media Services. <laughs>